And, you know, you hear it long enough and you start to see patterns. Remember how I told you how we design things by designing what they're not? Well, everybody's been designing what it's not, describing what it's not, but they don't know what it is. Thank you. And, and I can't figure it out either, so I'm in the there were There were some t- uh, discussions today that I heard that start, I think, to start centering it on uh, the truth, and that is there's this idea that there's something magical about it. And, and no, there's nothing magical. It's data that's stored somewhere. And, and somebody's running that. Somebody's got to approve the profile to verify the number on a Bitcoin. You cannot do it by magic. So, and so, Explain that. Well, uh, why couldn't a computer? I, you know, I'm looking at it and I go, why can't the computer generate that It's number? not magic. A computer is, does what a programmer tells it to do. Okay. And, and There's really no intelligence and, in and, and No, it's read, write, edit. That's it. Thank you. Okay, it's, it's binary. It's a zero or it's a one. Uh, I mean, if you don't store that data somewhere, you can't get it back. It just doesn't magically roam around. And it has to be somewhere, and someone has to be in charge of it. In the previous video, you had mentioned that the technology that Leader Technologies provided is more than likely the source. Of right. The I, I, from everything I can tell, it, it's the same code. Uh, it was just another one of the carve outs uh, in in February of two thousand and four. Uh, and, and, and these guys, uh, a lot of these guys are former PayPal. In fact, there's a bunch of them that they call the PayPal Mafia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Breyer, it's Steele, it's uh, Kohler, it's um, Reed Hoffman. It's, it's that group of guys who did PayPal. And PayPal, it's well known, uh, public information was cooperating with the NSA and they had programs for tapping into people's computers way back before social. Uh, and they were looking around for the next big thing, and uh, we were it. And so uh, they all wanted to figure out a way to handle transactions without all the regulatory requirements that uh, hampered them uh, with PayPal. And so they've been dreaming about this idea of a a stateless uh, Bitcoin for a long time. And so uh, as best I can tell, Bitcoin is nothing more um, I'm going to use general terms most people would understand. It's nothing more than a Facebook profile with a number associated with it instead of a person's name. And so anything that happens relative to that number gets stored in that profile, which they gave a fancy name called blockchain. Yeah. That's it. And connected to and, and So it just keeps... Yeah, and connect and can encrypt it, but and call it Mer- Merkle trees, hash trees, but whatever. And, you know, blah, I mean, blah, blah, blah. even with encryption, somebody if if it's encrypted, it's got to be decrypted. Exactly. So it's got to be dipped, decrypted on a processor somewhere, and that data has got to be stored somewhere. So the who's it, whoever, whoever it is, this this mysterious person that's got the original platform, most likely got the same source code from the Eclipse Foundation that everybody else got. And they said, let's make this, let's, let's put this somewhere and let's not let anybody know where it started, which that's telling me it's intelligence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so this is a, a, it's a way of getting around Congress. It's getting around the Constitution and it's, it's, it's trying to control money without states. Yeah, without taxes. Without it's a tax sovereignty. Right. It's a gambling casino like the stock market. I look at it as buying stock that you also can turn into currency, which is shocking because what does that do? That's a globalist economy. Okay, well, uh, people are used to now uh, uh, 
the idea of liking somebody and, and some people have more likes than others that's that's bitcoin blockchain just think of it that way mm-hmm. oh th- there's more value to this one because there's more people using it for more different things that's just another more than that's more likes so this this youtube or this facebook or this instagram has five likes and this one has ten thousand well that must be more valuable that's bitcoin yeah, it's trust that people trust. Exactly. That they buy into it. It's like a stock. It's popularity. It's like, let's say I buy into Facebook, even though Mark, the dude Zuckerberg, is selling you know uh, fifty-five to seventy-five million shares. Oh, right after Peter Thiel sold his. No, he, that was done back in September, where he made he gave his notice that he was selling. Yes. Well, he gave his notice, but he he's got to wait to sell it. That's the whole point, right and it's happening right now. He has to file so he knew. A, Filing. This is insider trading. He knew exactly what he was doing. Now, my question to you is, James Breyer, do we know what he's done with his shares of Facebook? But anyway, yes, I'm getting yeah, a little the, bit the, off the track. The insider here. trading reports uh, on SEC Edgar show all that. Is he selling too? Oh, he's been selling from the beginning. I mean, he's he dumped like six point three billion dollars worth of his stock on day three of the Facebook IPO. Uh, some listeners yes. may not know who James Breyer is. James Breyer is the founder of Excel Partners. Uh, a close partner of the CIA InQtel program, a venture capitalist from Silicon Valley, who uh, is the official uh, first outside money in Facebook, um, and um, uh, he, he was also the president, the chairman of the National Venture Capital Association in 2004, along with InQtel, along with Fidelity Investments, along with Kleiner, Park, Park, uh, Kleiner Perkins. Uh, who were all a part of this group around the Eclipse Foundation that basically made the social networking market what it is today. And he was in the dark pool before Facebook went had its IPO, and then later Excel gave him gave Facebook huge amounts of money. Is that the way that went? Well, Excel put in about fourteen billion. Yeah. Uh, not billion, a million yeah. in Facebook in two thousand and five. Yeah. Uh, Peter Thiel had put in half a million yeah. before that, and uh, word is that Reed Hoffman put in money before that and was probably his coach at Harvard. Uh, but uh, uh, so, Excel's been there from the beginning to to uh, make this market. I'm asking these questions to underscore what you said earlier. Really, uh, Bitcoin is a it's a trust system. It's like a stock. Let's say that we were the insiders, like the Russian. Uri Milner, who was the student of Larry Summers, who gave all that money to his good buddy, dude Zuckerberg, so that, you know, because he knew it was going to be big, right? The same thing with Bitcoin. The people who bought it for a dollar are pretty happy now that it's, you know, 11000 right? Well, if you had the insider trading knowledge of that, just like with all these big companies. Well, how about McAfee saying that he would eat his uh, private parts if, if it, it didn't, didn't get go up to, to five hundred thousand of Bitcoin, five hundred fifty thousand. He is he's CIA. He came out of Trusted Information Systems. He's strictly NSA CIA. He has come forward and said he's the second largest uh, miner of Bitcoin. He has said it's going up. Well, of course, if he's mining it, he's telling everybody to buy it. But why did he say there was going to be a cap at five fifty? Mark my words, sell at five forty, because these guys know ahead of time. That's my point. So I'm trying to create this picture for you, Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. It's an experiment that got out of hand. Right. Oh, so was Facebook. So was Google. So was ARPANET, which became the internet. It was a DARPA, pro- Dar- uh, uh, a DARPA project that it got out of hand. These things are all out of hand because they've become 
controlled by a few people, centralized monopolies, tech lords, okay? So if we want to say, oh, Bitcoin, I don't trust it. I'm not going to buy it for a dollar a coin. That'd be kind of foolish. Now am I going to buy it for $10,000 or $11,000 a coin? Yeah, it's going up. I got trust in it now. Everybody else has trust in it. Oh my gosh, I'm going for it, right? What is that? That's the same thing that happened with all the groups, all well, the companies the out of market. IBM Eclipse. That's the stock market. They had the insider trading. They know where it's going. And anything that splits, because Bitcoin has now forked twice, right? Any stock I know that forks is corrupt. And in some cases, then they fall afterwards. So Nobody out there should take any stock advice from... No us, stock advice okay. from me. Okay. Uh, Betsy is the one with the no, uh, no, master's no, degree. None of us. We're just talking about the origination of Bitcoin because a lot of folks want to know. Yeah, I don't understand it. So nothing I'm saying uh, count so, on whatsoever. So this is this the is first opinion. explanation I've heard from Michael McKibben as to its source that makes sense to me. And now yes. I will be very careful in going forward, making sure that I'll play that game. But I'm going to get out before it crashes. I'm going to speculate. Um, this is Betsy. This is strictly speculation. This does not come from the conclave, okay? Because I don't understand Bitcoin, but I do understand the CIA and the NSA, and I do understand corruption because I, I work for those people. Right. So it has to be corrupt because they hid the sources of it right. and mythical sources. Okay, Zuckerberg is a myth. Uh, Bezos, Bezos is a myth. Yes. Peter Thiel is a myth. These are myths. These are cardboard cutouts. So what is Bitcoin? It's a friggin' myth. It okay? personalizes it, it personalizes a fake story to give it to, so that the average person can attach a person to it or you know and they want to believe. Most people don't want to disbelieve when other people tell them stories. And and so that's what we've seen with this whole social media crap. I mean, when the social network movie came out, I mean, that was a total lie. And what these guys learned is that the the public is completely undiscriminating. They'll believe it. Oh yeah. And and I think they got more and more bold oh, with yes. with the lies. They realized nobody's testing us. And of course we've got all the uh, we've got all the media companies bought off. So the paid journalists are not digging, like we just dug into uh, this the stock that we found Chelsea Clinton in. Oh by the way, uh, Hillary Clinton was. Secretary of State when Chelsea went on this board, Hillary had a affirmative duty as Secretary of State to disclose that conflict of interest. That what? In fact, her daughter was sitting on the board of companies that were trashing Trump during the election. Now you must say a little bit more about that because people may hear this audio and not the other one we just did. Well, we just we we did some digging into the background of some of uh, Jeff Bezos' associations back to his days at uh, Princeton. And <clears throat> to cut a long story short, we uh, the professor that he went to work for first uh, in the 1994-95 was the chief creator of the Kyoto Protocol for carbon credits. <clears throat> and then now is the founder of a company called Global Thermostat, which um, uh, has its main funder, uh, a member of the board of a company called IAC Interactive Corp, uh, on which Hillary, or Chelsea Clinton was made a director in 2011. And this is about a $5.2 billion company, heavy into um, uh, media, uh, and owns NBC Universal and The Daily Beast, among many other media companies. 
Meddling in the election, I think that's called. Uh, I'd say so. That would be media meddling in the election, yeah. Michael, that's incredibly insightful. Uh, and it's still, I don't understand a lick about Bitcoin. I only, have, <laughs> I only, I only st understand conspiracies about Bitcoin because it doesn't right. make sense. But if there are carbon credits made by Bezos's uh, girlfriend, who basically mathematically invented these things, okay, we we actually need the carbon dioxide of the earth. We actually at this point need more. We don't need less. So then he learned to commoditize these things, okay? And then he went and he worked for Wall Street and then he worked for brokers. And then all of a sudden, then he becomes a computer guy. Well, mm. he did have a degree in computers, but if you realize that he is a cardboard cutout for, from his grandpa DARPA dad. DARPA well, uh, can I stop you there? When you look at his resume and you realize he did have a computer experience, yes, but he didn't work in computers Correct. in these companies. So. Yeah. When when you're in that business and you don't see somebody that's coding all the time, and then all of a sudden magically he comes out with a product, you know he didn't code it. In his garage, why are you questioning no. this? Just like Bill you, Gates you, in his garage, code, and just coders, like all of them in the garage. Coders get on a roll, and if they're not on a roll, they don't do good code. Look, dude Zuckerberg did it in a dorm room probably with uh, two other guys in the room during finals week in an hour with a, a keg of beer. Uh, in one week with a keg of beer. That's his so story. You, you drank, I don't know why you, you would ever question you that. You drank the Kool-Aid of the Social Network movie, obviously. Uh, oh, oh, that wasn't true? <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm saying is they learn where the flow is. And if need be, they create a flow. They create a new type of currency called carbon. They create a new type of currency called uranium. Right. New type of currency called plutonium. A new type of currency, why? $140,000 an ounce. They want to go for whatever the biggest is. Now what are they going to get? Not even an ounce. Actually nothing but a piece of digital coin worth, some say, half a million dollars is where it's going to stop. What is that? That is, again, attempting to manipulate currencies mm -hmm. and all the new types of currencies. I predict that when the... It reaches the, it's, uh, Bitcoin says it can only reach a certain amount of coins, right? But now that they keep forking off and they keep uh, creating other companies, what it's going to amount to is it could reach a, a million dollars a coin, a half million dollars a coin. At that point, it will be a commodity that could be put in a basket of commodities that can actually be the basis of our U.S. Treasury. And I predict that they will at that point say that the man, who owns it, who owns all the major shares to begin with. He bought all, you know, first 5 million shares or whatever it was. He's, he's nowhere around. Who do you think owns that? The plunge protection team from the U.S. Treasury. That's what I'm going to protect. Mm -hmm. And that is controlled by the CIA. Interesting. So uh, I believe that because McAfee's totally CIA and he's totally into this and he knows where it's going to stop, that they know where it's going to stop. This was a plan. They right. don't start this stuff. They started with crazy ideas and then it might get out of control, but they knew where it would go. It's like nuclear weapons. You know, will we stop at 55,000? Now or what, are we, what are we down to? 1,200? Is there any difference between Russia and us when we had 50,000, 55,000 pointed at them, they had 44,000 pointed at us? What is that about? It's a currency of uranium. Right. We're talking mega billions of dollars. We're talking trillions of dollars. These are currencies for these people. So Bitcoin, I say to anyone who bought it, hey, go for it because it's wonderful. But be careful. I'd sell it at 500000 if I was you.